Can you check? Good morning. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I love you. I love you. I love you, Lord, today because you cared for me in such a special way. That's why I praise you. I lift you up and I together we're putting that light on right there Elizabeth thank you God thank you for joining I love you the ring I love you I love you Lord today because you care for me just swing it over and such uh just swing it over special way that's why I praise you I lift you up and I magnify your name that's why my heart is filled with praise can you do that with me Oh, I love you. Anybody love the Lord today? I love you. I love you, Lord, today. Because you care for me in such a special way. That's why I praise you. I lift you up and I magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise, Lord. That's why my Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. I thank you all for joining us on today. Truly, it is an honor and a privilege to be able to serve on today. For God is truly an awesome God. He is truly the head 
of my life. I love you all on today. First, want to again give honor to God and give honor and acknowledge my pastor, Senior Pastor Richard Donaldson Jr., and the First Family, the First Lady Donaldson, Mother Evelyn, and all the clergy at Generations of Renewed Faith. I love you all, and God bless you, and all of the people of God who are online. I thank you all once again for joining us today as we go before the throne of grace here. I thank you all. Also wanted to mention as we begin to, as we start, I just wanted to share that Generations, we do have a webpage um, that is now available. We will post that for you so that you can see it, but there is a webpage that you're able to go and different platforms where we're able to post um, different podcasts, different sermons, um, different engagements that we have. So we do want, would like for you all to definitely um, go there, visit um, our website, take, take a look at it. And also, if you feel led to, to, to bless the kingdom of God, there are opportunities to, to bless the kingdom of God, bless the people of God. Um, you do have an opportunity, and it will share um, the different links and um, platforms that you are able to do that. So I don't want to hold you today too long, but once again, I thank you all, and I love you all. And um, as we go to the throne of grace, I just ask that you just be patient with me. On today, I do want to say what does say of the Lord on today, and um, I will be out of your way. As we know, um, just wanted to get started. I, um, as I was beginning to prepare, and um, in my studies, I was asking God where He wanted me to go and how He wanted me to to share what it is that He wanted me to share. God did give me some things to share on today, and I just ask that you that you follow and walk with me on today as I share what God has given me. As we know, when something is made, whoever makes it would know all of the ingredients and all the components inside of it and will more than likely know the capabilities or limitations of it. I would often say to my kids, when I'm taking them somewhere, if I'm taking them to school, they have an engagement to perform or participate in, I would often say, go be great. And I can only say that because I know that greatness is inside of them. At this time, I ask that you turn with me to a passage found in 1 Peter 1, 13 through 22. Thank you all again for joining. We go into the scripture of 1 Peter 1, 13 through 22. I ask that you share with your family and friends to join on today. Share the link that they too may hear what thus saith the Lord. I hope that you're praying for me on today. I do need your prayer on today. Please, please pray for me as I deliver what thus saith the Lord. That again was 1 Peter 1, 13 through 22. Amen. And it reads, Therefore, 
minds that are alert and fully sober, your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. As obedient children, do not, somebody say, do not, conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy, somebody say, be holy in all you do, for it is written, be holy because I am holy. Since you call on a father who judges each person's work impartially, live out your time as foreigners here in reverent, in reverent fear, excuse me, for you know that this, that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down from your ancestors. But with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect, he was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Through him, you believe in God, who raised him from the dead and glorified him. And so your faith and hope are in God. Now that you have purified yourself by obeying the truth so that you have sincere love for each other, love one another deeply from the heart. For you have been born again. Say you have been born again. Not of perishable seed, but of imperishable. Through the living and enduring word of God. I also want to turn and read into your hearing very briefly. Leviticus 11.44. And it reads, for I am the Lord your God. Consecrate yourselves, therefore, and be holy. Somebody say, be holy. Somebody say, be holy. For I am holy. And you shall not make yourselves unclean with any of the swarming things that swarm on the earth. That is Leviticus 14. Let us pray. Great and mighty is the Lord God. God, I need you on today, God. Use me for kingdom building, God. That someone will hear your word, God, and say, what must I do to be saved, God? And someone that may have turned away, God, will turn their life back to you, God, in obedience, God, and in admiration for what you did for us at Calvary. God, sit me down and raise up mightily, God, that I may declare your word with boldness, clarity, with wisdom and understanding on today, God. I bless you, God. Use me. Use me.
me for your glory. God, if you don't give me what to say, God, I have nothing to say. These are your people, God. Deliver whatever it is you would have me to deliver. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So what is it, this passage of scriptures I've read, what is it saying to us? It talks about the fear, but as a reverence of God. And that fear is the beginning of wisdom. And when one reveres God, one will obey his commands. Thereby living a holy life. Christ has redeemed us to be holy. Peter writes, believers were not redeemed with a corruptible thing like gold or silver, but what he did at Calvary, but the precious blood of the spotless lamb of God, the sinless son of God, for he, the father, made him the son who knew no sin to be sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. We are the righteousness of God. We are no longer living under the old ordinances, rituals, the way we think, but now we are saved by grace. And the things that were done under the law are no more, but we are saved and living in grace. Things no longer done as under the law. We are a new creature, but God himself are we to worship and follow and the only one who can save us. Yes, I said, God is the only one that can save us. God is the only one who has died for us. Only Jesus Christ. This process of atonement was, as Peter foreordained, before the foundation of the world, in light of God's grace and believers, new creature, new nature, then holiness in conduct and conduct is a foregone conclusion for the course of our salvation. And that ought to motivate us to holiness. It also talks about loving one another fervently and pure at heart as Christ loved us as an expression of holiness. Now in the prior verses in Peter here, the reading can lead one to believe that God requires absolute perfection from his children right now and forever. And yet, we can't seem to find any of God's children who are living and leading perfect lives. It is helpful to them as being about our identity in Christ, as well as about our conduct. In Peter's letter earlier, 
Peter has already described believers in Jesus as people who are saved, are being saved, and who will be saved. He has told us to change the direction of our minds. He reinforces, we know, we know our God is holy. He's set apart, other from the rest of fallen creation. What we may not realize is that we too are made to be holy. Yes, we're made to be holy, to be set apart, other from the rest of mankind. The emphasis seems to be that we must live up to what we already are. Can I say that again? We must live up to what we already are. We will not achieve perfectly sinless conduct on this side of eternity. However, we are made to be completely set apart from the world in our conduct right now. In Christ, we are holy. Can we say that? In Christ, we are holy. In Christ, I am holy. In Christ, we must live as holy people live. But we must also know our right choices will not save us. Peter's letter has made clear that salvation has already taken place. And only by God's grace, through faith in Christ, are we saved. We are saved people. We are God's people. Now we must live like God's people. This is God's standard for us. And it should be our standard for ourselves even with the understanding that we will fall along the way. Yes, we will fall along the way. It's almost like a baby. When a baby is born, the expectation is that they at some point have, they will walk and they have the capability to walk. And at some point, it will take place. They will walk. Well, as a Christian, once we have accepted the Lord into our lives, you now have the capability and capacity to be all of who God is. We may at times fall, but as we grow and mature in God, the fall becomes fewer and far in between. The people were taught in Leviticus to make distinctions between the holy and unholy in their companions and intimate connections. Those who would be kept from any sin must be careful to avoid all temptations to it or coming near it. Whilst we enjoy our Christian liberty, we must be careful, very careful, not to abuse 
our liberty. For the Lord has redeemed and called his people that they may be holy, even as he is holy. We must come out and be separated from the world. We must be zealous of God's works and the good works of God and devoted followers of God. My subject on today is to be or not to be. To be or not to be. Please be patient with me as I go through this on today. Now I hear you saying, well, what is holiness? There were many definitions that I stumbled across. But the primary meaning of holiness I gathered is living in communication with God and others. It is when the Christian lives a life that is set apart, reserved to give glory to God. A Christian claiming righteousness and holiness is essential to the integrity of faith and our walk and commitment to God. As we just heard, holiness can only come from God alone. So people and things can only be holy if they're related and connected to the Father. You can only be holy if you are related and connected to God by accepting him into your life. How does God's holiness, how does it affect me, one may ask. Knowing God and his holiness affects us in a couple ways. First, knowing God and his holiness profoundly, it deepens our love and thanks and appreciation for what God did for us at Calvary. It is holy and despises all sin. Knowing God's holiness brings wonder, the awe, the purity, and the reverential fear of God back into our worship. Okay, here we go. Now, how do I become holy? If you didn't get it already. To belong to God, you must be born again. To belong to God, you must be born again. In other words, you need to accept Christ and let the Holy Spirit work in your life. So you must belong to God and have a desire to please him and thirst for holiness. Second Corinthians tells us, therefore, if any man 
is a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. When we accept Jesus into our life, we have holiness inside of us. And then have the capacity, we then have the capacity to be holy. Now, whether we choose to be what we are and what we have inside of us, or choose to mature what is, is inside of us is another thing. Almost like a child, as a parent, we know the characteristics they have in them. Why? Because they are in us. But when they do contrary to what we have shown or taught them, we say, that is not who you are. That is not what you were made to represent. Do I have anybody, any, any parents that have told their children that at, at some point, or we may even have been told that at some point, when we do something outside of what our family have done or things that we know to do that is right, when we do things that are contrary our parents or we may have told our children, that is not what you were birthed to do. I have not done it. Your grandparent have not done it. You have not been called to do it. And I, I expect you to represent the family in such a way that we have been, you have been instructed. Can I get a hands up or if someone has told their children that or have been told that? Holiness is not commonness with the world. For me, as I begin to prepare, I begin to just think, I begin to say to myself, well, a benchmark for me is, I've been pondering back and forth with this, is if God didn't do it, I'm not going to do it. So that's what came to my mind because I know I've Seen on social media, there have been things that have been going out of people doing different things and pastors and leaders are, are involving themselves with different activities and they're questioning whether and what other people think. And, and I just said, well, if God didn't do it for me, this is what my benchmark is, then I'm just going to choose not to do it. That's that's what I've come up with. In time like these, many are defaulting and adapting to the ways of the world. We have to look inward and be who we were made to be. Be holy, God says. And here we go. Be whole, I say to you. W. H-O-L-E, behold. We are not becoming what we already are, but maturing and growing in it. The branch from the tree we were birthed out of, be who we were created 
to be. With the Holy One living in us, we have to take on a new way of thinking, a new way of talking, a new way of doing things. You have to work at it, mature in it, becoming more of what he has told us to be. In order for you to be something, the being has to be in you. I'll say that again. In order for you to be something, the being has to be in you. It's a little difficult to bark if all that is in you is a meow. He said be because he knows that what is in him and that which is in him is in you. It's in me. So therefore, he tells his children, be, be holy. We have the being in us. We have the being in us. Therefore, we have the capability and capacity to be all of which God has called us to be. If you have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ into your life, you are as he is, which means you can be. And you have a responsibility to be. Throughout the Bible, he says, be, be strong, be courageous, be still, and watch the salvation of the Lord. He says, be holy. Now, on the other side of holy is the opposite, which so many are now defaulting to God have mercy. But he is telling us, he is calling believers, he is calling the people of God to be holy. Refrain from the ways of the world. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and honor your father. Be holy. In my study, I begin to think about a couple of different things during this pandemic and how many charity churches now were, were meeting virtually on, and on different platforms. But I recall when we were in the buildings and many of what we saw were believers. We would go Sunday after Sunday, and we would all congregate together. I'm not saying that we are to forsake the assembly of our brethren and for believers to come together. But what I'm saying is, us as believers, we have to invite the sinners. We have to invite them. So we go Sunday after Sunday, 
We get dressed down. We get dressed up. For what? To show off our outfits and our shoes, etc. But what about showing off our Savior? What about letting the world, the dying world, know about Jesus? Letting them know how they too can be holy. He came to call sinners to repentance. Jesus did not avoid sinners, which many have made the definition of holiness to be. But he was diligent and deliberate in going amongst the sinners and preaching and teaching. But are we here where we are now at a pause to reevaluate things and get out of the old paradigms we have conformed to? And back to knowing that it's all about Jesus. It's all about sinners coming to Jesus. It's all about our Savior. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Heaven or hell are the only endings. Heaven or hell are the only endings. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. That remains the same. Become whole. W-H-O-L-E. By accepting Jesus Christ in your life. Be holy. And heaven is your reward. For without holiness. No man shall see the Lord. For without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. Hallelujah. One more time. For without holiness, hallelujah, no man shall see the Lord. Hallelujah. First John tells us that as he is, so are we. If he is our father, he is the holy one. We, his children, can be holy. Romans tells us that we are heirs to the throne. We are heirs of God. On earth and in heaven, the heritage of the children of the Lord is God himself. And as much as he had them for their delight in them to make them partakers of the divine nature and for them in all the attributes and actions. And in my conclusion today, Jesus is soon to return. You will not see the Lord Jesus without 
holiness. Jesus is soon to return. And if you have not yet accepted the Holy One into your life, do it today, quickly, now. The word says that he is coming like a thief in the night. No one knows when he's going to come. No one knows when he's going to be up here. Choose ye this day, today, whom ye will serve. Choose ye this day where you will spend eternity. As I mentioned, there's only two options. Heaven where you burn forever or heaven where you live with God forever, excuse me, or hell where you burn forever. Heaven, the streets are paid with gold. Death no more, but joy and happiness will meet us there. He has prepared us. Where will you spend it? In a fire pit burning forever. For those for the believers, those that have accepted the Holy One into their life, we are being called. We are being called to be holy. Be the best representation of your Father. I'll say that again. We as believers, those who have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ into their lives are being called to be holy and to be the best representation of your father. There is no inheritance without sonship. That there is no inheritance without a spiritual birth. There is no spiritual birth without Christ. And that there is no Christ for us without faith. No inheritance without sonship. Ephesians 4, 24 tells us, and put on the new self, which is the likeness of God that has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. I challenge you today. Be holy. Choose to be holy. Choose to be holy today, now. Tomorrow is not promised to you. Take this opportunity to get your soul right with God. And as I come to a close, if you have never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ into your life 
and you have heard the word today and say, I want to be holy. And I want this holiness inside of me. That I may live a life that is pleasing to him. And one day live with him forever. Say this prayer with me. Say this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and my life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And if you said that prayer with me, you are saved. You are saved. You too now can live a life of holiness and be holy. Now, if you may have strayed away, if you are a believer, but you have strayed away, pray this prayer with me. Lord, against you, I have sinned alone. I know that every time I choose sin over you, I revert to the ways of my old self before I knew you. Lord, I choose to turn from that sin and obey you. Help me, Lord, to return to the paths of righteousness, to turn away from my wrongdoing, and to become more like you every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, God for your grace and your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. I thank you, God. I thank you all for accepting those of you who have accepted the Lord Jesus into your life right now. Put it in the chat. I am saved. I am holy. The Holy One dwells in me. So I can be holy. I will be holy. I will be holy. I will be holy. I thank you, God, for today. I thank you all for chiming in. Go into the world. The world is dying. They need to see you, the believers, leading a life that is holy and acceptable to God. Let them know that once they have accepted God into their lives, that is the only way 
that they can see the Father. That is the only way that they can make it into the promised land. That, can, that is the only way. Turn away from the ways of the world, the ways of old, and accept and do what, that which is the will of your Father, that which he have commanded us to do. Thank you on today. I love you all. I pray that you have received a word on today that reminds us that it should be for God we live and for God we die. Take heed on today, lest we fall. God, as we leave this place on today, God, I thank you for dwelling amongst your people on today, God. I thank you, God, for reminding us, God, that you died on Calvary, God, for our sins, God, that we may live life and live that more abundantly, God. And we have access, God, to all the attributes that dwell within you, God. God, you're calling your people back to holiness, God. We ask that you forgive us for all of our wrongdoings, those things that we've done and said that were not pleasing to you, God. But we come asking for forgiveness, God. We want to be more like you, Jesus. We desire, God, to commune with you. We desire, God, to be in your presence, God. We desire, God, to let your light so shine amongst those in darkness, God. We love you on today, God. We bless you. We honor you, God. We thank you for what our ears have heard, God what our eyes have seen, and what our hearts have felt on today, God. We love you, God. We bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you all. Go be holy. In Jesus' name.